0: And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's totally terrific, totally transforming, and totally triumphant Tuesday as we find unity from the Father through the Son and by the Holy Spirit, all for the glory of God Almighty. First, decisions are a major part of life. There are big decisions. These big decisions, they often require a great deal of prayer and counseling. A calling out to God of James 1, 5, and 6, where you need the wisdom of God. They still call for prayer, the intermediate decisions, and sometimes counsel. But then there's these other decisions that you and I have to make. For example, what type of shirt or what color will you wear today? And other such everyday decisions, how much effort do you have to put into choosing a shirt? Okay. Next, it's an amazing instrument called a brain between your left and right ear. God gave it to you. It, it is granted that many of us tend to dull our abilities, but God expects us to use the instruments he gives us with a sense of reverence and judgment. This is where maturity is called for. Then we were thinking in jo- childish ways. Now we think in mature ways. Hopefully. And finally, in lieu of greater spiritual attacks against the church and against authentic followers of Jesus Christ, it's important for believers to distinguish between believers who reach different conclusions and false teachers. Testing the spirits is testing the things that are spoken by others and the spirit with which they are spoken. Demonic teachings are real. But different conclusions are not always demonic.
1: David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the Gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience.
0: Welcome to the David Spoon Experience. Local, national, and heavenly talk is what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Well, that's Prevailing is when you're still going through stuff, but you keep going forward. Kind Of, like, the show politics, entertainment, and current events, personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's in insanities, and oeve, so much more. Hey, 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 there could be a bunch of haze in this. Hey, 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 we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can reach out to us, david at he That's david at he must org. You can text us at 214-210-8483, that's 214-210-8483, or you can call us at 972-445-0770, and when you call 972-445-0770, the skies will not break open, and the rainbows will not shoot in the air, but you will talk to Captain Chris, and then you will be You like that, that was pretty good. All
2: right. I mean, I'd like it if the skies parted and rainbows came out when you called yeah, me.
0: That wasn't gonna happen. Okay, uh, bottom line for everybody to understand is you might have an opinion, a thought, a comment, or a question. We want you to have that opportunity to share that with. With us here. We want our brothers and our sisters to hear what's going on. Maybe the Lord's working in your life. Maybe He's doing something cool. Maybe you just listen to the show because it's familiar and it kind of feels comfortable. And maybe you've got something that's happened that the Lord has put into your life that really blessed you and somebody else needs to hear it. That makes you a steward of that testimony and you are welcome to use that stewardship here with us. In the meantime, if you want to do any of that, you just not we're just not encouraging people to call up and kvetch. Cause kvetching, the Lord knows what kvetching is. You wanna know what kvetching is? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Monday, Dave at home, not being able to do the show. That's kv- that was kvetching. <laughs> that was me saying to the Lord, really? Another day? Really? Okay. Anyhow, the idea is that we should have an attitude of growing up, being mature, being thankful, appreciative, and smart enough to recognize that what the Lord allows, he is purposed for, and that we trust him for that, right? Some days that's easier than others, but we keep pushing forward glory by glory and image by image to reflect Jesus Christ, right? And that's what we're doing. All right, here's your trivia question. True or false? Jesus considered the Old Testament person Abel, remember Cain and Abel? Jesus considered Abel a prophet. True or false? Luke chapter 11 could help you if you're not sure, just to let you know. True or false? Jesus considered Abel, Joanne and Cordelia striking first. Ah, Eric striking next. Ah. Boy, you guys are on it today. Huh. Kirk, striking next. They're just starting to all come in now. Uh, okay, I've got this story here. Uh, what do we need? Oh, I need to remind you to be praying for my daughter. So Easton, my grandson. Okay, so yeah, I forgot to, got to tell you about this stuff. So Julianne got COVID. She's in Tennessee, so she didn't get COVID from me. Noelle got COVID from me. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so <laughs> she's already back to work and I don't want to hear it. So uh Julianne got COVID. Uh, their son got it first, uh Isaiah Anthony, then uh Julianne got it, and then uh Jared's got it now, and and uh has got it, but Isaiah Anthony's doing better, Jared's doing fine, they're all doing good. But Easton has COVID. And that's the child you got to watch. This is the one you got to watch because he's a special needs child. So I need people to really pray for Easton. They're just looking for the wisdom to know the best way to go forward in in the treatment or if they need to bring him in the hospital because his oxygen goes up and down. And so that's the big thing for them. So just be praying for Julian to have wisdom. In fact, let me pray real quickly just as an audience, and then I'll tell you my revelation Then we'll get into the other thing. Uh, Father, we come before you right now and I lift up my daughter and you know how passionate uh, we pray for her and how important she is to us and for Jared, her husband, which is just a fantastic son-in-law and for these precious children and we just lift up Addiebug Bug and, and Isaiah Anthony to you and just pray you just bring their healing about faster and faster but for Easton, we ask for special special prayers we offer because he has special needs we ask you in the name of Jesus Christ to bring health into his little body, so that he can not be brought down by this, but brought up by your spirit. And we pray it in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, so uh, I'm going to say something, and then we'll get into the other uh, elements uh, afterwards. So I want to say something about COVID that nobody is, I should say that, not a lot of people have talked about. Okay? All right. Get ready. Boy, we're just going from divorce to COVID? I mean, what's next? Rolling out all the hits. T- hitting everything. All right, here we go. So I'm not a person. You've, if you listen to the show, my call has always been, it will always be that a person must make their first and foremost decision between them and God. It is never going to be different. There's nothing anybody's ever going to say that's going to be different to me. There's no way uh, you go through every great teacher over the last Five thousand years, let alone two thousand years, let alone five hundred years in the church, and everyone acknowledges that a man's conscience, his or a woman's consciousness before God, is the key component. Period. Okay, that's what enables certain people to do certain things. And when I was talking to Don, I was sharing, you know, Daniel was able to sit under Nebuchadnezzar, but not everybody has a Daniel ministry. I mean, you got to be aware of that and be mature enough to know. Okay, here's what I discovered more that's more pertinent than we've discussed before and that is on the covid discussion there's obviously a great deal of disagreement. There's people that think that the vaccine and the booster are important. There's other people that think that the vaccine's not a vaccine and it's just a, a way for the government to kind of control things. There's other people that want to get it, other people that don't want to get it. I don't have any problem with anybody arriving at their conclusions when they're doing what they're doing. As long as, first and foremost, they do it before God and make sure that they're not doing it out of this reason that I'm about to say. And that is, one thing I've noticed about covid speakers. on whether they're for it or against it in vaccine, whether they believe it or don't believe it, whether they trust the government or don't trust the government, I don't care about any of that. The one thing I've noticed is how much pride is involved in everybody's decision. That's the problem. So let me explain to you just in a minute what I said to Don. And I think it's pretty straightforward. When you exercise your wisdom above God and claim it like you know it, like God knows it, that's pride. You don't know what God knows. Listen, the government doesn't know what God knows. The, the people who are for it and against it don't know what God knows. Nobody knows what's Stop that. And God will have a different course or different direction for, for multitudes of people. He's been doing that for thousands of years. That ain't the problem. The problem is the pride. You make a decision, and that's fine. But then it becomes a defiant center where you put your flag down and go, nobody shall come upon my mountain. And therein lies a problem. You want to make a decision and be humble before the Lord and say, this is the best that I come up with, and I gotcha. Who would not support that? You make a decision and be exceedingly arrogant about your decision, whether you're for it or against it, that could be a problem. I I think there's a a difference there. And so while I was doing my own review, because, of course, everybody is now a medical doctor because of Google. (laughs) Everybody goes to WebMD. So everybody knows everything that every doctor knows. That's how people talk. (laughs) I just want to say people talk about COVID like they're all, you know, uh, doctors. It's like, oh, well, this is this, and this is, and you can use this for this, and this for this. It's like, obviously, everybody got a doctor's degree. Well, that only took a year for the entire world. Anyway, the idea behind it is make your decision. Make it right before the Lord. Do the right thing that you believe the Lord and you have come to. But don't be arrogant about it, because you know what God doesn't like? Pride. So be humble about it. Stand in your faith with it. But don't be jerky about it, whether you're for it or against it. Be a humble servant of the Most High God. There's only one who gets to brag, right? And it ain't us. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. We come back, we will take care of what, trivia? I guess so.
2: Who is David
3: Spoon? I have no idea. People have asked me about the David Spoon experience. They wanted to know what I thought of him. Like any person searching for answers, I have wondered about him. He was born and raised Jewish and after intense drug use, became a Christian. He's married to his best friend Noel, has three children, six grandchildren, plus two dogs named Levi and Bert. He has three separate ordinations from three different denominations and is a summa cum laude for his B.A. degree in ministry and leadership, as well as a master's degree of theological studies and is involved in a Ph.D. program. He has a weird sense of humor and talks a lot. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. And those big ears really don't help him. But would they enjoy his perspective on life, culture, politics, food, sports, local and national news? I don't know. I guess people will have to listen to find out.
1: What is the
4: David Spoon experience?
0: You get into the Word of God and something's going to happen that will blow your mind. Ready? The law of the Lord is perfect, Psalm 119.7 says, able to restore the soul. And I've been in I've been doing this for a long time, and in my 42 and a half years of devotions and in my diligent devotion time, I kind of separate that between the two. I cannot tell you. It must be thousands of times where my attitude has been, and then I have went into the Word of God, and I came out different. It wasn't anything that I did as much as God speaking into me what he knows about his creation. And so I'm asking you, I'm pleading with you, even if you've been a Christian for 50 years, for 60 years, nay, for 70 years, like the Apostle John was on the island of Patmos, be in the word of God. It is alive, and it will give life and impart life to you through God's spirit. People come and they read the Word of God and they say, like, well, I get nothing out of it. Well, they don't mix it with faith. And the Word of God, the promises of God not mixed with faith, are useless. Because you have to be engaged with God and know He's going to speak. And people are like, well, that's a that's a lot of requirement for me to get in there and read the Word of God. You want me actually to believe that God's going to speak to me? Yes. Because He will. And if you don't, you won't hear them. So when you open up that book, take 30 seconds, more than you ever have before, and say, just in this moment, just at this time, tune me in, Lord. Help me to hear what you have to say. Speak to me and let your word breathe life into me. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. So I didn't answer the trivia question because I'm rusty. Okay. Now listen, today's show is kind of a comeback show. It's going to take me a little while to get back in the groove for those that are like, hey, we want the best stuff all the time. It's like, me too. But that's not happening So let's do this together That's kind of how we do this So the bottom line is We want you to get the most you can on the show But we're doing the best that we can I'm offering the best that I can before you That which the Lord has put into my mind and heart And I know that divorce is kind of like, What a great subject to start with Dave Oh and then you went to COVID What a great subject to start with Dave Not everything is Skittles and popcorn people That is the fact all right, let's go back to this because we did not get a. I did not give an answer. That was why. True or false? Jesus considered the Old Testament character Abel a prophet. Now we've had a, a few people text in, and I should give the answer and then give the next trivia question because that seems only fair. The answer is true. Luke chapter 11, verse 50 and 51. Define where Jesus calls Abel a prophet. Here's your next trivia question. According to Revelation, the book of Revelation, where was John when he received the vision? Where was John, the Apostle John, when he received the heavenly vision regarding the book of Revelation? If you think you know, you can call 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483. Eric's striking first. You can also send an email, david, at org. Okay, somebody calling in. See, we're getting it together. It takes a little while. I do have a joke, but... It's only partly funny. Well, it's funny, but it's funny because you haven't heard a live joke for a while. Uh, somebody ready to answer the question. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Uh,
5: this is Bobby over here in Climax again.
0: Hi. How are you, Bobby?
5: Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh... Uh, that, that's kind of a tricky question because he was in the spirit. Correct. Uh, on the on the a- island of Patmos.
0: That is correct, Amundo.
5: <laughs>
0: that is the way to do it, man. You hit both sides of it. So he was in the spirit. So technically, you know, it's kind of hard to define how that really breaks down. But from a geographical point of view, he was on the Isle or the island of Patmos, where he was sent because he would not. Uh, Denied Jesus Christ, and they couldn't get rid of this guy, so they stuck him on an island.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's better than uh, what happened to John the Baptist. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Exactly right. It was good to have you call in, and I appreciate it very much. And uh, just keep praying for me. I'll be keep praying for you guys. And forward we go in the kingdom of God.
5: That's right. Thank you so much, and uh, God continue to bless you.
0: Thank you, brother. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. There we go. There we go. All right, here's your first joke. We'll call it the first post-COVID joke. That's why it's not that funny. You see that? See? Boom. There was a barber that thought he should share his faith with his customers more than he'd been doing so lately. So the next morning when the sun came up, the barber got out of bed and said, Today, today. I'm going to witness to the first man that walks through my door. Soon after, he opened his shop and the first man came in and said, I want to shave. The barber said, sure, Uh, sit in the seat and I'll be with you in a moment. The barber went in the back and prayed a quick, desperate prayer saying, God, the first customer came in and I'm going to witness to him. So give me the wisdom to know just the right thing to say in Jesus name, amen. Man, then quickly the barber comes out with the razor knife in one hand and the Bible in the other, saying, Good morning, sir. I have a question for you. Are you ready to die? <laughs> That'd be kind of scary. <laughs> okay, <laughs> a new witnessing tactic, anyhow. All right, uh, let's get into the next portion. All yeah, right, that's funny. Okay all right might as well have fun uh here we go you ready have you ever heard this expression life is a game you ever heard that it's not a very popular one but there's some truth to it but i want you to understand that for a christian life is a game it's a game called risk do you ever play risk a lot of people like risk my family doesn't like risk because i always help noel win and then they throw the dice at me that's got nothing to do with anything for those who are on the fence regarding a decision you are about to make, listen to this. Oh, you're thinking, is this prophetic? I don't know. <laughs> when I wrote it, it wasn't. Does God, can God take it and make it prophetic? Yes. Playing it safe, get this, I really want you to get this. Playing it safe means never getting out. Of the boat. Now, what does that mean? That means when Jesus came walking on the water, and all the disciples were in the boat, and they were like, "Oh, it's a ghost! Oh, oh, oh it's Casper!" Oh, oh. And then Jesus is like, "It's me! What's wrong with you guys?" And then Peter's like, "Well, if it's really you, let me come out in the water." And Jesus said, "Come on out." And then he put his leg over the boat, over the side of the boat. And walked on the water. I want you to understand that if you are a I can only play it safe person, it means you would never get out of the boat. The irony is that God wants us to get out of the boat. Does that mean in this situation? I don't know what your situation is. I'm not speaking to anything specific. I'm speaking to you about what the Lord puts before you and I about the example that is set forward in Scripture about Peter putting his leg over the side of the boat and risking. And God loves it. When his people operate in faith Without faith, it is impossible to please God For those who come to God must believe that he is And a rewarder of those who seek him Faith is this operational system that God has created In our connection with him That—I was reading this the other day, it's so funny— That makes him smile. Did you know that King David in one of his texts, and even Job in a text, said smile? Now, I want you to think about that. You know what it's like when you smile, right? Some of you smiled when you saw that Tom Brady's retired. (laughs) That's right. But you know. New grandchild, something wonderful, something fantastic happens, and you just grin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, God does that. Does He actually smile? I don't know. We were made in the image and likeness of God. Probably. I mean, that would be my response. And God loves it when His people operate with faith. And that faith, it often evolves, involves risk. It's not new that that happens. So I'll say this in a really profound way. In your communion with God, if you get that sense that you're on the fence, but you're not you don't want to do it cuz you want to play it safe, remember this one thing. Chickens don't play the game of risk. Don't be a chicken. What's that? I mean I hate to say it this way, but sometimes you just got to go for it. And you think, well, what if it doesn't work? Well, you tried. Sometimes it doesn't work. So you go for it. You try. I remember when I made a move out to California (laughs) from Arizona, which was not, (laughs) you know. Well, at the time, it seemed like a good idea. But anyhow, our house didn't sell. And I thought, I'm not going to wait forever. I'm just going to go in faith. And re- I know you guys are just freaking out. Just relax, OK? It's just, I would never give this advice. I do not give this advice. I'm just telling you what happened to me. And I remember that I, I just was like, no, I, I know I'm supposed to go. I just know we we got to go out there. I mean, we got to go. we got to go. And on the day that the truck was loading, we got two full cash price offers. On the day that we were bringing boxes, helping bring boxes, I should say. (laughs) Okay, minorly helping bring boxes. That's not the point. The point is it didn't happen until—see, sometimes it's when you do it. You you think about it. It's when you go forward. It's when the children of Israel and Israel as a nation stepped into the water that the water split apart then. Sometimes you got to go for it. Make sure it's you know you've spent plenty of time praying get the counsel be wise and you know, don't do something ridiculous anti-scriptural or anything like that but sometimes you just got to risk and it's okay all right we got our trivia question which I'm not going to miss this time ha, 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 ha. oh well no, we already did our trivia question so I did miss it see how bad i am <laughs> <laughs> good one right oh, i'm doing so poorly i like it <laughs> I just like being here, folks. I don't know if you like listening or not. And I don't mean to be a a mensch when we're talking about the finances. But if you keep giving, we'll keep being here. It's pretty much that simple. Uh, I don't want to get a third job. Trust me. I'm not in the mood for that. You can count on that. All right. We did do trivia. Oh, my goodness. It'll come back to me one day. Uh, All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
4: such support is terribly appreciated knowing it enables our beloved david spoon to give to all of us his time energy like so few can right here on k
0: what is the david spoon experience do you think it's been organizational leadership has been a good thing for church leaders
1: well it, oh, <laughs> pen, i'll tell you what it's a penetrating question the answer is very simple if used correctly to add value to people and serve others it's a good thing if used incorrectly it's not a good thing and uh you know when people talk about everything rises and falls on leadership i teach them often that it rises but it also falls and nothing is better than for people to have a good leader and nothing's worse than for people to have a bad leader and the to me what what makes servant leadership work is this most leaders put themselves first before their people and so it is a me uh, motivation as far as leading what's in it for me uh, i i travel internationally with my uh, company equip and, and uh, in fact I'll, I'll leave sunday for guatemala in fact i'll be meeting next week with the president and the cabinet of guatemala and when i'm when i'm with these leaders alone david alone i mean no no handlers no media nothing but just alone the question i ask them which is i think the true servant leadership question is Will the people be at better off after you've served your term as a leader than they were before you got there? Wow. And I think that's – and when the answer is yes, you have been a good leader, it has been a good thing. Organizational leadership, good thing. When the answer is no, bad leader, bad thing.
0: Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Okay, we've got a trivia question. I feel very strongly that we will get a response to this. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. What is the name of the angel that was seen in Daniel chapter 8? What is the name of the angel that was seen in Daniel chapter 8? If you think you know, you can reach out to us, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 additionally, you can send an email, david at org, And then this is also going to lead me talking about the website, which is very important right now because when I'm out for a while, like I've been, the it's just a normal process. It's really not anything weird about it. But when you're doing repeat shows and so on and so forth, the donations go down. We need the donations to go up. It's very simple why we need the donations to go up, because we need the donations to go up. <laughs> See plus minus, 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 that kind of thing. So we would encourage you if you've got prayer or a request or a praise report, anything along those lines, we would encourage you to go to the website. Also an opportunity to invest in the ministry. We would encourage you on that as well. Go to he must dot org.
3: Prayer request? He must Praise report? He must Looking to give to this ministry? He must
0: Confused by what's happening right now? He must He must all right, so check that out. We want you to do that. Like I said, there'll be some new what's the new uh, ministry stuff coming. Uh, I'm going to be writing some commercials, talking about that, and Captain uh, Chris is going to help me with that, and you'll be getting that information soon enough. Soon enough. Uh, in the meantime, so uh, do we have somebody? They uh, wrong call? Did they want to just say good luck, Dave, or something? <laughs> something like that. Okay. Oh, not quite like that, huh? Okay. That's okay. All right, in the meantime, let's uh, let's uh, do a little bit of history. So let's do that. Let's go live in the past. Let's go live in the past. All right, today is National Texas Day. For those that don't know, that's important. I that mean, it's National Texas. You live in Texas. Is that not important? Okay, uh, it is No Politics Day fine? I'd rather have that 363 days a year. That'd be fine. I wouldn't mind. It is also uh, I don't. I'm just gonna see if you've ever done. That. It's National Baked Alaska Day. You ever had baked Alaska? I've so, always
2: wanted to try it.
0: Yeah, it's it's actually pretty good. I gotta say you would you like it? I think it. Yeah, all right. It is also uh, National Get Up Day as opposed to what? Don't get up, stay in bed day. I mean, that was that what that is. Does that is? mean
2: I can stay in bed the rest of the year?
0: Uh, no, that's it. Then they have National <laughs> Decorating with Candy Day, which okay. I mean, how who's going to complain about that? In 1788, on this day, the steamboat is invented. Uh, in 1913, New York Grand Central Station opened uh unfortunately on this day the space shuttle columbia crashed on this day in 2003 that's a bummer and then 1790 was the actual start of the united states supreme court so since that's going to be a big topic forever in a day we'll just give it its only nod right there (laughs) then we then we won't give it a nod that will be the end of that Uh, so we do have our trivia question uh let's see what's the trivia question oh uh what is the name of the angel seen in daniel chapter eight what's the name of the angel not a ton of names uh you guys should know that by now uh of uh, the angels in the bible not a, a bazillion names there uh we do have somebody that is going to answer the question so i will lean in that direction There we go. this is david who am i talking to Hi, David. This is Brother Ace. Hey, Brother Ace. How are you, my bro?
2: I'm doing great today. Sunshine and sure pretty out here. Amen.
0: Amen. I was praying for you and thinking of you when I was had some extra time. I just had the Lord put you on my heart a couple times, and man, I just, well, I just believe God's sure. got great things for you this year.
2: Sure appreciate that. You got I it. sure do.
0: You got Thank it. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Now we got a we got a question here. Daniel's having his uh, his little conference. With an angelic yeah. being, that must have been pretty interesting for him. <laughs> what was the uh-huh. name of the angel?
2: Uh, if I remember, Michael.
0: And what would be the other one that does the announcing?
2: Gabriel. That is the one. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good
0: it's the one that you said earlier. So Michael was in the later text in Daniel, but Gabriel was in the beginning text, oh, he, oh, and that's oh, what people okay, I get that. it backwards. Okay. But that's all right. So that's Gabriel's the, what, the he has been determined, or it has been said, he's the spokesman angel. I'm not sure that's true. I just you know I don't know that that's right. But one thing's for sure, he had a he had a pretty good message for for uh, for, Zachary, ben, for Mary. I mean, he did a I'm, pretty good job there. <laughs> So. yeah that's uh, those those
2: archangels are awesome yeah awesome there it's i'm right. gonna share with you some uh every time i hear the word east and, and my heart uh loses pressure yeah uh, you know I, I i'm gonna share this with you i probably i don't i don't want to do this but uh when i heard you talking about him again i, I just keep thinking how in the world can this be and there, i know there's lots of children in the world that have issues that need prayer too and need healing but for uh for for Easton uh, because I'm connected to you I'm connected to Easton
0: right
2: and I just told the Lord I said Lord I mean at my age I'm able I'm ready to give anything I've got uh so I mean I, I have nothing to lose and everything to gain at my age and I said hey, if, I, if I have to give up a finger or an arm or, or a leg I do that for Easton yeah. but uh, anyway the Lord <laughs> and I'm I'm serious I mean my my age, it doesn't make any difference what I lose I said, Eason needs and "I' needs it worse than I do." so I don't know what's gonna happen, but I I, I sent it to heaven. i will see what happens, but I'm praying that the Lord will do something in that or whatever it is.
0: Well, that's yeah. what that's what Julianne wants more than anything else. Is she knows she's wise enough in her in her walk now to know that many things that God does has is are things beyond her scope. And that her yeah. her job is to maintain that faith the best that she can and mm-hmm. to raise a hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. I, my prayer would be that we would all just stay steadfast. And that's just I mean until yeah. the Lord says no, I keep bugging him for a yes. That's just the way I'm doing it. Um, you know,
2: it's a tough road to hold. But uh, well, let's she keep the faith and. Yeah. Like I said I was still taping. No matter what you're going through, good or bad, you got to keep praising the Lord.
0: You know, it's so yeah. important. It's really great that you said that because that people, they look for how to respond to a circumstance. I mean, you're really trying to figure out, well, how do you handle it? And it is really true that, that and I sent this to somebody the other day that even if you're going through it and it's really tough or hard, you still have that faith in you that God will make it something better, and you could be praising him while you're going through that until you reach that better. And it's just like there's no—that's there's that just faith in action. That's all that is, is saying, I believe God's going to do it. And it's just like you just keep believing and praising, and you don't have to understand him to appreciate him. You know?
2: Well, I mean, oh, man. Yeah. Well, I love you, brother, um, and I love that you have a heart yeah, for,
0: for for my family, and you know that.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Connection is everywhere. Yeah, It's good. All right, well, uh, may our faith continue to bring Easton out of his problems. So. Yes.
0: In Jesus' blood name. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, brother. All right, brother. God Take bless care. you. Right. Take care. Bye. All right, so I love that Ace does that because he's just sharing his heart, and you see, that's one of the things. So one of the things that I pray— I know it's stupid to say this, but I'll just say it anyway. Wow, what else have I done this not I'm a king of stupid. Are you kidding me? Okay, so I pray for our our radio audience that we would be a Christian family. So I, I'm careful about how I pray that because I don't I don't actually say, "Lord, make us a church" or something like that. I just I just think that we could be a Christian family. You can be you you are all connected in different ways. And uh, there's so much more similarity than people even know about. That's what's so amazing. Some of the trials that some of you're going through, there's others that are going through. I can't always share that. You kind of you going to be careful and stuff. But you're you're a family. You're 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 Christians in the midst of a world that is still under the thumb of the enemy, and sin still reigns in the leadership of men and women. And you're in that world, so you want to just. Uh, you want to stand firm in your faith? You are truly an ambassador. You the ambassador for this radio show, you're truly an ambassador of Jesus Christ. You are a foreigner on this world, in this world. You're a foreigner. And in that capacity, you represent God. You represent the declaration that Jesus Christ is Lord. You represent the power of the Holy Spirit activating in people's lives. That's what you represent. And, you know, I don't I don't I don't think we all do it perfect. I'm very confident we don't all do it perfectly let me say that but i'm also confident that we keep going because the scripture's c- clear about the continuation of our faith that a person will reap if they do not give up and so we we do things and then we're like well it didn't happen the way that i thought it would happen or the way that i anticipated it happen but god didn't tell you it was going to happen a certain way he just told you something's going to happen he doesn't tell you the methodology to get there he I've rarely seen the Lord tell people personally about the timing of things. I mean, I, it has happened within Scripture, but it doesn't happen a lot. God does something he doesn't. I was like, that's it. He doesn't ask your permission. My wife got me an inexpensive Timex. She's kind of nice looking. I haven't, uh, it's not very expensive. It's kind of cool. It's got the stretchy band. I like the stretchy band. And uh, I got a, a little watch on my hand. Guess what? God doesn't use my watch. He doesn't need my clock. He doesn't need my permission. And I can trust him that no matter what's going on, he's got my best interests and my family's best interests and my Christians' Christian family's best interests in mind. I can stand in that. That's a family. Okay? All right. Uh, Gabriel, we got that done. All right, so we're exiting, right? Is that right? I'm getting closer. Uh, You're listening to The David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the
2: skill. Can't stand the shame. It may be false, but it feels the same. So I punish myself.
5: The David
0: Spoon Experience. You don't know what's going to happen in one minute, let alone one hour from now. And God, who it's impossible for God to lie, has made this commitment, made this offer, made this opportunity to both you and me and all of us around. The simplicity is that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and that the wages of that sin, the wages falling short, is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And God, demonstrating his love for us, sent Jesus Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not, perish but have eternal life there is nothing more important than that principle right there the hope that is offered to believers who acknowledge and surrender to the testimony of jesus christ that's what's being offered that's what gives you encouragement that's what enables you to go on you're gonna have a lot of sorrow in this life job said it best a man's days are few and full of trouble but in the next, there is something so wonderful that even in man's mind, we cannot retain it. For eye has not seen, neither has ear heard, neither has can the heart comprehend, can, can't even receive the great things which God has prepared for them that love him. There's such a great thing that's coming for us, such a great place, such a wondrous place. But you got to acknowledge the invitation. You got to say yes. Because if you don't say yes, you're not going to that wedding. The wedding of the Lamb. Don't be that person. Don't be that person that rejects it. Don't be that person that lives in sorrow, in grief, and in sadness. Don't be that person. Be the one that says yes so that you can be a part of the great wedding feast, that you can be a part of the great celebration. Life is much more than this 60, 70, 80, 90 years. It's eternity on the line. And if you've already said yes, rest in the comfort. Rest in that place. Rest in that goodness. That all is well. And even on this side, if it's hard, on the other side, it's glorious. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. I'm surprised that we got through the show and we're in as good a shape as I am. To be honest, I'm just being honest. Okay. You know, it takes a little while to get back in the, you know, okay. Here's your trivia question. Ready? How much is two? Plus? No, no, no. Here we go. Here we go. According, according to Isaiah's prophecy, what name would the virgin give to the child? Eric answered the two plus two. <laughs> uh, according to the prophecy, According to the prophecy, Old Testament, uh, according to the Isaiah prophecy, what name would the virgin give to the child? If you think you know the answer, you can call us at 972 445 0770. You can text us at 214 210 8483. And then you can also send an email david at org. Let's see. Tomorrow. Ooh. Here's what's really funny. We got somebody calling in, but let me tell you what's funny about tomorrow's message. Tomorrow, because we do nothing but weird stuff, we're gonna actually be talking about healing in the second hour. That the we call it part two. Well, okay, Captain Chris calls it part two, so we're calling it Captain. We're calling Captain Chris's line is the right line. It's second part of the show. Second. It's it's not really a second sixty minute. It's so confusing, isn't it? Don't we need help I'm not this? confused.
3: You get the first 30 minutes, and then you get the second 60 minutes. <laughs> That's
0: right. It's part one and two long there, part. Anyway, we're going to be talking about healing. I do think—now, <clears throat> most of you know my position. And actually, we're going to talk about this in a split second, uh, gifts of the spirit and stuff like that. But you should just be aware. You should just be in touch with what different people think, say, feel, you know, how they process, and see where you fit into that process. Yes, we all want to make sure we're doing it right, exactly according to the word, the best we can. All right, somebody ready to answer the trivia question? Here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Uh,
5: this is Bobby again.
0: Hi, Bobby. Am I going to have to call you Bobby again? Is that what I got to call uh, you?
5: <laughs> well, in the, in the first year, you called me caller number two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's just too good that's funny uh,
5: yeah i think he uh, there was two of us that called in a lot and i was caller number two and <laughs> everyone was caller number one i couldn't remember his name that's but, so uh, funny i think that was in the first few months you were uh, on the air <laughs> you did with me that uh, long
0: huh you are brave you are a brave person
5: <laughs> uh, i think i think it they uh, in isaiah it was uh emmanuel god with us
0: that is correct sir and one oh, of the yeah. great things <laughs> it's so good it's like God with us, so people are like, well, you know, God, you know, God, is he is he really with us? It's like, that's his name. <laughs> you mean, is yeah, he really yeah. with us? Of course he is. <laughs> In the beginning of the gospel, God is with us, and at the end of the same gospel, Jesus said, I am with you always. So that's how the gospel Until starts you. and yep. finishes. Yep, <laughs> love it. Great job. Uh,
5: well, you have a good day out there, and uh, uh, I'll be praying for you. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. Thank you.
0: God bless. All right, Emmanuel. Okay, God with us. Was He really with us? It's His name, you know. It reminds me of the, sorry, the you know the Pinocchio guy that does the motivation speaking. They show Pinocchio, and he goes, "I see a lot of promise out there," and then his nose grows out really loud. <laughs> it's like, listen, it's not like that. This is God giving a name. Okay, all right. Uh, finish that. We finish everything else. We can't be any more done than we are now. (laughs) Let me just say that. And I want to talk to you about false teachers and then... Christians with different opinions, and why that's important is because, as you noticed in the very beginning of part one of our show, we talked about divorce, and I told you, hey, there's different uh, approaches, there's different things, there's different churches that have different ideas to what it means. There's nothing—it's not that that part's bad of itself, that people have differences. That's not the problem in the false teaching. So let's define the false teaching, define what's not false teaching, understand that difference, okay? Okay. Second Peter chapter two verse one. False, but false prophets arose, also arose among the people, just as there will also be false teachers among you. So stop. Peter is writing his letter, and he said, "Look, there were false prophets back where we where we are. There's going to be false teachers among you." So he connects false teachers and false prophets together. He says they will secretly introduce destructive hearsay's. Uh, even denying the master who bought them, bringing swift destruction upon themselves. What you know about a false prophet or a false teacher is that they deny the master. Just, okay, got it. So people that deny Jesus as Lord, deny him as master, they're, they're the false prophets. Okay, I don't care if it's on television, the movies, internet, magazines, radio, who cares? I don't care if it's on a bumper sticker to deny Jesus as the master, that person's proclamation, it's a false prophet. First John chapter 4, verse 1. I'm going to a different apostle. Now remember, this is Peter. This is John. This is, you know, this is a you know the, the some of the legendary guys, right? Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. Many false prophets have gone out into the world. Many, many. Not few. Well, there's a couple of them. That's what he says. There's a ton of them. Okay, but the thing that we need to recognize as Christians is that if you're a Baptist or a Pentecostal or a Charismatic or if you're a a Methodist or if you're a Church of Christ or if you're a a Presbyterian or any of the other segments, if you're Evangelical Free, if you're a Bible Church, if you're any of the Independents, any of that, okay, if you're Vineyard or Calvary Chapel, listen, listen, okay, a false teacher is not somebody who teaches scripture with a different slant on a certain theology. In our in our eschatological realm, we have these things called Arminians, Cal uh, are, 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 are premillennial, all millennial, and postmillennial, which are people that have a different interpretation structure to how the end will happen. None of them desi- deny Jesus as master. None of them deny that it's the blood of Jesus Christ that saves us. Nobody's doing any of that. They're just saying, no, we see the end time this way. No, we see it this way. No, we see it this way. Oh, we see it as a combo of this, whatever the case may be. You have a, a much bigger argument is the Armenian and Calvinistic fight where it's like it's all by grace and there's no works involved and then it's, it's by works and you get to those works by grace and And they're fighting. grace great. They got a different slant. They've got uh, different things that they're talking about there. And now let's use this as a (laughs) really—you want to use the wedge again, the big wedge? Here we go. There's groups of Christians who love Jesus— Love Jesus and they believe that the gifts of the Spirit are fully in operation. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is a distinctive act. And then there's another group that totally loves Jesus and they believe that the gifts of the Spirit are not in the same kind of operation. And the baptism of the Holy Spirit takes place upon reception of Christ. And it's like, you know, and my opinion always been, well, they're both a little right and both a little wrong. And that's how it's always going to be. And there are Armenian and Calvinistic, both a little right and both a little wrong. And pre-mill, all-mill, and post-mill, both a little right, both a little wrong. Or all three a little right, all three a little wrong. That's not the problem. There is none of those people teaching false doctrines. They just see that differently. That is substantially different than somebody who denies the master. It's just that simple. Okay. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 19 no doubt there have to be differences among you what there have to be differences. Yeah, it's not in regards to Christ, but it's in regards to the doctrinal teachings. No doubt there have to be differences among you to show which of you have God's approval, because those that speak with authority and clarity and make it straight are going to have more of God's approval than those that are throwing together schemes. That's a whole separate issue. We'll talk about that again. Here's what I want you to understand. I'm a spirit-filled, Bible-believing, Calvinian, manifold millennialist, born-again Christian Jew, and Jesus Christ is Lord. That's what you got to know. And you think, wait, wait, what what if they say, what I see different? What you should do when somebody has a different point of view is not get defensive about your point of view. Just listen. You don't have to become them. Now, if they deny the master, bye bye. (laughs) If they give false prophecies, right? Then, bye bye. I mean, do you know? You say everything you want, but for a hundred years more than oh, I shouldn't say it that way. Uh, let me rephrase it: for fifty years, everybody was sure that Adolf Hitler was the Antichrist. After he died, he rose. He tried to kill the Jews. He tried to take. Really, he kind of blew that, didn't he? In other words, he's not, he, he was a type of Antichrist. Was he the Antichrist? He's dead. He's not the dead of Christ. We're still here. What are you talking about? But people have been doing that for a long time. This president is this. This is this. This person is this. No, it's the pope. No, it's this guy. No, it's this person. It it's never ends. You have to understand. They've been going on for a long time. Here's what you got to remember. Psalm 119, 63. I am a friend to anyone who fears you, anyone who obeys your commandments. You know what I loved about Pastor Ray, just so you, you know, because I— talked a lot about it i'm gonna be careful about it anyway him and i we didn't he was very staunch uh pre uh pre-millennial pre-trade rapture pre-millennial very staunch very very committed to it and he knew i was like nah. <laughs> that's right you can't i didn't have i've only had one or two better friends in all of my christian journey we didn't care about that never made an issue. He came into the studio one time, he shared his whole premise. And I said, Does somebody have to believe like you do to fellowship with me? He goes, No, of course not. That's what you gotta remember. Nobody's gonna think it exactly the way you do. In fact, nobody's gone through the exact experiences you have. And you come to scripture and there's this angle that the scripture gives some leeway. You think, oh, Scripture doesn't give leeway. There was five or six different stone pots at the wedding. That's leeway right there. Well, it should be five, or it could be six, or it could be five or six. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. That's what it says. Your brothers and your sisters, that's who you're spending eternity with. There's a difference between a false teacher and somebody that sees something differently make sure that you test, make sure that you use the Word of God and the discernment of the Holy Spirit to affirm, right? But make sure that you honor those who fear him, okay? All right. You've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 22 and a half hour break. Then we'll be back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then.
1: Views and opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.